the New Zealand Golf Open makes its long-awaited return this Thursday at the beautiful Millbrook Resort, sporting an increased prize purse of $1.7 million. Now, the tournament has attracted an impressive field that sees a number of New Zealand's best golfers returning from tour overseas to compete in their home championship, including Stephen Alka and our next guest, Daniel Hillier. Welcome home, Daniel. Yeah, thanks very much, Logan. It's good to be back. You'll be, uh, you'll be checking out Millbrook uh, a bit later today. With the two separate courses in play there, have you been told much about what challenges those 36 holes could offer uh, prior to getting there? Yeah, well, I've, uh, I've seen 18 of those holes, and so I've got a bit of work to do over the next couple of days just to get familiar with, uh, with the new nine and, um, and the other Remarkables nine, which they haven't played in the past. Um, so, yeah, I mean... Pretty much, yeah, a whole new golf course to get my head around, and um, so it's going to obviously add to the challenge. And um, you know, it's the same for a lot of these guys as well. They, you know, they've been used to playing the hills and and uh, the other Millbrook course, but yeah, there's uh, a new challenge to to get our heads around. So yeah, it should be should be um, yeah, really interesting to see how everyone handles it. How quickly did you say yes when you got the call from John Hart? Oh, I mean, I I remember talking about it probably at the end of last year and um, you know at that point I didn't really know what the schedule was going to be but you know it is obviously one of my favourite events of, of the year and um, you know, I've, I've really enjoyed playing it in the past and yeah I, I wanted to try everything I could to, to get back and play it and luckily you know there wasn't um, any events on, on the uh, DP World schedule and so yeah as soon as I found that out I was, um, I was booking my flights and making sure that I could get back for this and yeah, I'm just glad that it's all worked out and, uh, and I've given myself a good opportunity uh, to come back and prepare for it and, uh, yeah, hopefully come out with a good result. I mentioned earlier that the field includes Stephen Alka, who was just one of the great sports stories last year for New Zealand. You know, he, he provides like a really great example uh, of the kind of longevity or I guess renaissance a career in golf could have. What do you see when you look at Stephen Alka and what he means to Kiwi golfers? Yeah, I mean, it's obviously, you know, so impressive what he's done over the last 12 months. And, um, you know, he's obviously had a very steady career throughout. Um, but, you know, to see that, you know, it just shows that you never really know when your time is going to come. And um, the fact that, you know, he's sort of been at it for, for as long as he has and, and he's sort of just sort of found it... Um, you know, start to click now. It's um, yeah, it's pretty impressive, and yeah, it just shows that you need to just stay patient and, and trust that you know the things that you're working on are, are going to be helping you to stay on the right track. And yeah, and you just never know when, when it's all going to come together. As for yourself, you gained full status uh, to the DP World Tour at the end of last year. What did that moment mean to you? Oh, it was it was amazing. I mean, it was you know it's been a long couple of years with with the COVID and. And um, you know, I remember that first year I was out there was um, was pretty pretty taxing, and uh, yeah, t- to get through that first year and, and give myself a, a good opportunity to you know build on that this year, it was um, well, sorry, last year I should say, um, it was yeah, it was pretty pretty amazing to to be able to get it done that second time around, and um, yeah, I just remember after the after the grand final, I was I was. Um, pretty beaten up it was another long year and and yeah I was, sitting, I was looking at myself having an interview and I was you know I was really 
low on weight and I just looked absolutely shattered and <laughs> had nothing left to me. So it was, um, yeah, obviously, you know, it took its toll on me physically and, and mentally, but, um, you know, it's, it's probably the most rewarding thing that I've ever done. And, um, yeah, to have, have the opportunity to get on the main tour for a full year is, is really exciting. And, uh, yeah, I'm, I'm pretty, uh, pretty ready to, to get out there and give it a good shot, I think. I mean, when when we speak to the, you know, other pro golfers or tennis players, it does seem like it can be quite, I guess, a lonely, a lonely job. Do you have anyone else with you in your team slash support crew when you're on tour? Yeah, I mean, I, I mean, my whole family back home is so supportive and, you know, even though they can't come over a lot of the time, you know, they, they're messaging me every day and, um, you know, Dad's up at all hours of the night and making sure that he flicks me a message before he goes to sleep and so you know that's that's really comforting as well when I'm out there by myself but um you know my partner Siobhan she tries to come out as much as she can um tries to work it around her job and um so yeah it's great you know whenever she can come out it's uh, definitely definitely nice to have a piece of home um out there and she was she was fortunate enough to be able to come out to uh to the UAE for a couple of weeks at the start of this year and um, yeah, it was just it was nice having her here while I sort of settled into the new environment, and uh, yeah, just made that transition a whole lot easier. I think. Awesome with with that jump, with that transition from the Challenge Tour to the DP World Tour, how big has that been for you? Like, has it shown that you're right where you need to be in terms of your development as a pro golfer? Yeah, it certainly has. I think you know it's definitely a, a big step up. You know, the golf courses are more demanding and. You know, obviously the fields are um, are a lot tougher as well, but mm. I mean, I've had a had a small taste of it in the past, and um, I've I've had some good results as well, which uh, which has obviously given me a bit of confidence going into into my first full season. And yeah, I just have to trust that you know I've got I've got the game to go out and compete there, and you know I just need to to stick to what I know and not try to try to change my game to to fit the golf courses or. Um, you know, try and gain that extra one percent. Um, you know what I've what I've done so far has has been good enough to get me here. So um, yeah, hopefully just keep doing what I'm doing and um, yeah, keep seeing the results come through. And of course, you're not the only Kiwi on the DP World Tour uh, with Ryan Fox there as well. We've seen social posts of you guys like fishing together. How would you describe the relationship you have with Foxy? Yeah, I mean, I've definitely I've gotten to know him a bit better over the last year or so, and uh, I mean, it's been great. He's such a such a relaxed character, and you know, I think he was pretty happy to to see me out there and and you know have another familiar face out on the main tour. Obviously, it's um, been just himself out there um, for the last wee while, and yeah, I mean, he's also a bit of a bit of a mentor as well. I guess he's obviously been out there for a while now, and uh, yeah, he's he's more than happy to to share some wisdom with me and. Uh, and make sure that I'm, you know, staying on the right track and you know, have have all the knowledge that, um, you know, he can offer uh, while while we're getting prepared for tournaments. And so, yeah, I've definitely, you know, it's been great to be able to spend a bit of time with him. And um, yeah, he's, uh, I, you know, I was, and as you say, I was lucky enough to to get out on the boat with him uh, a few weeks ago. And uh, yeah, it was my first first experience with some of some deep sea fishing. And so, yeah, he's sort of opening opening my eyes to some new hobbies. I reckon. So that's um, yeah, it's been pretty cool as well. How did you go? We actually went alright. We caught caught quite a lot. Um, yeah, not not many that were uh, you know trophy worthy, but um, yeah, no, it was it was good fun. We spent a few hours out there, and yeah, it's a good way to to relax and um, take the mind off the golfer. But 
You talk about the fields being tougher now on the DP World Tour. Uh, you know, they've elevated some of their events and they've raised their money as well. I mean, you played in that Dubai Desert Classic and you've got Rory McIlroy there in the field. As someone who's been so uh, vocal and uh, vo- like a vocal defendant of, you know, the legacy of golf, what, is, like, what kind of motivation does that provide to you to be standing alongside guys like that? Yeah, I mean, obviously it's, it's pretty amazing, you know, I've, Growing up watching those guys on TV all the time, and um, yeah, to be able to play in the same events as them, um, yeah, you sort of pinch yourself every now and then. And but um, yeah, I think the whole thing with that as well, though, is that you have to realise that you know we're all there for the same reason, and you know we would just have to just uh, do our best to, to stick to our own own devices and um, not get too um, thrown off by by the occasion or, or the players that are around you. And so yeah, I mean it's obviously taken a little bit of adjusting to be able to do that and you know I was um I was pretty excited to to be able to you know sort of rub shoulders with those guys but yeah I think it's it's one of those things where you kind of have to to um try not to get starstruck and and make sure that you're there to to do your job and but yeah obviously at the same time it's um it is pretty amazing that you know I've been watching these guys um since I was a little kid and now I'm yeah now I'm competing against them so yeah I'm pretty pretty grateful for that. That's awesome, man. Uh, speaking with Daniel Hillier, a uh, New Zealand pro golfer, who is now home to play in New Zealand in the New Zealand Open. Daniel, when you're away touring around the world, uh, you know, away from New Zealand, you're away from uh, some of the creature comforts of home. What's the one Kiwi thing you miss eating the most that you're rushing to get when you get back? Oh, definitely the coffee. It's so good back home. You, you, it's hard to find when you're away. Um, so true. Yeah, I mean, it's just, yeah, you can't beat it. So... Smashing a few of those today, that's for sure. <laughs> Caffeinated golfer, I love it. Hey, uh, you've played on some amazing courses, you know, the likes of Royal St. George's and Pebble Beach a couple of times. Do you have like a favourite golf course? Um, yeah, I'd have to say it would be Pebble Beach. Um, it was, yeah, I mean, it's such an amazing place, um, you know, with the views and, and the history behind the course. And had um, some great memories there as well. I had my had my first uh, US Amateur there where I was co-medalist in the stroke play section and, and then had uh, my debut at the at the US Open a couple of years after that. So, yeah, I mean, pretty pretty amazing place for me and, um, yeah, the golf course itself was incredible. So, yeah, I'd say that's probably my favourite spot. Nice. Uh, before I let you go, I just wanted to tap into the mental side of uh, golf a little bit first. It's one of those sports that... You know, rugby players, cricketers, plenty of other uh, pro athletes play as a way to switch off and socialise. But you, on the other end of that, when you're playing it professionally, is there any kind of like sport you turn to for that same kind of relief away from the pressure? Um, I wouldn't say sport so much, but I, I mean, I love playing all sorts of sports. You know, I, pl- I played cricket and football um, when I was younger, and um, yeah, you know, if I've got a uh, got a bat and a ball and a few mates then we'll play some BYC but um, yeah I mean I'm, I'm into my guitar and that's sort of my outlet really when I uh, when I'm off the golf course I you know pick up the guitar and, and try and learn a new song so yeah it's, um, it's something that I do to, to sort of switch the mind off a bit and um, yeah I mean I've only been playing for a few years now I had that time when I was in school just because I was from you know go from school to the golf course and mm. um, yeah never really had time for anything else but um, yeah, so it's, it's cool to be able to pick that up and um, you know find a new hobby and yeah I'm really enjoying it so it's sort of 
so what I do to relax. Do you have a go-to jam? Yeah, Nothing Else Matters by Metallica. That's probably probably my, my favourite song. The only, only one that I can uh, play all the way through. <laughs> I tend to learn <laughs> tend to learn some riffs and then just uh, leave it at that. But yeah, it's um, the only one we'll have sort of bothered to learn all the way through. Nice, mate. I used, I played guitar when I was younger too, and uh, I definitely knows know those vibes. Uh, wow. When you <laughs> when you talk about the mental side of things and the challenges of being out there on the golf course, are you finding ways to focus and calm uh, those voices that you hear that might be bothering you in between those long walks? Yeah, I think. Um, I mean, it's really important to be able to switch off in that regard because obviously, you know, golf is, um, you know, it goes over the course of four and a half, five hours, depending on um, how things are moving and there's plenty of time to think. And, you know, having having a caddy there now uh, for me is, is really key. You know, I can just have a chat to him and, um, and sort of take my mind off it all. And, you know, the caddy that I've got now, he's, you know, he's pretty, pretty on to it and knows when, when I need to be, you know, talked to and uh, need my mind taken off things. And he knows when I'm in the zone and it just needs to be left to, you know, my own devices. And um, so, yeah, having having that balance there is really key, I think. And, you know, what you need sort of depends on the, situa- the situation at hand and uh, having someone that can adapt to it is, um, is really important. So, yeah, it's, it's good that I've, I've got that and um, and that, uh, yeah, it seems to, be, seems to be working pretty well. So hopefully we can, can keep that balance up. Uh, last one from me, Daniel. Golf is right in the spotlight at the moment with uh, Netflix's Full Swing series. If you were able to script what your year in golf looks like, what would be the Daniel Hillier story for 2023? Oh, I don't know. I feel like it's going to be to be a new kid on the block type thing, trying to find his way. I don't know. <laughs> it's um, yeah, yeah. It'd be interesting. Thing. I've never really thought about it. Yeah, well, there is a Rockies episode, so you might actually you might learn a thing or two there. But uh, Daniel, this has been awesome, mate. Uh, great to catch up with you. Uh, all the best for the New Zealand Open. Awesome. Cheers, Logan.